0: Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out and there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate this girl life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. <laughs> tuesday it's TGL
1: Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to TGL, friends. It's Whitney and Kristen. We're glad to be back with you guys today. I've already had. One I just glass said of my R <laughs> weird.
0: Kristen has weird thing with R's. You do say it too. Yeah, because I learned time you do, it I'm gonna... from you. Like it's a thing. Everyone will pay attention to Kristen's R's now. You're here, I'm and
1: I'm going to try to be very conscious of my R's.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome back, you guys. It's been a good week um we have had a great release of ashley i if you have not listened to ashley eyes episode
1: stop just... what you're doing <laughs> listen to this one first and then go listen to ashley i i yeah. listened to it for the third time today again Did You,
0: yeah i know just we just love de- it we i do too she's just so relatable and so fun um so definitely a really great podcast if you haven't listened to that one
1: This was cool, I haven't even told you this, but I had my mom's Bible study this morning, and it's a bunch of girls. We've been doing it for a year or two now, and we were just talking about how sometimes it's hard to say the word Christian, and it's not, like, super popular. Yeah. And everyone, everyone listens to TGL, and they were like, we thought it was so cool that Ben was so open about his faith. Yeah, I know. and that you girls were so open to, like to dive into that conversation and have him on and talk about it and so I just thought that was so sweet so shout out to all my girlfriends who I know are listening and yeah it was just really sweet to hear them say like how much they appreciated that that conversation we have with yeah. Ben. so
0: I love that isn't that funny we haven't ever really um spoke on the topic of uh religion obviously I think it's so taboo I don't think it should be because I mean I right. think you should be proud of whatever you are, you know? Right. And, yeah, I mean, we're definitely proud to be Christian girls. And, I mean, to each their own. If you're a different religion, like, good for you. Yeah. Well, no, I
1: thought that was cool. So yeah, Very we're doing cool. good things, guys. I'm glad y'all are – the responses that we've had over the last few weeks from our podcast have been really powerful and really positive. So yeah. it's exciting.
0: Yeah. It's been really good. So thanks for the the love. My, the little TGL troops <laughs> we have out there. I know. Um. Okay. Well – we were doing this late. We're doing this the night. We've never done this, you guys. We're literally... It's Veterans Day, so number one, shout out to my husband. Love all the veterans. <laughs> um, and we literally are doing this the night before, which we never do.
1: I literally have my hair in a towel because I already took a shower for the night. Yeah. Like, that's how late this is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I have a, I'm on my second glass of wine. <laughs> Cheers.
1: Cheers. So, how was your weekend?
0: I know you had a Friendsgiving.
1: It was good. It turned out so good. We had... um. 19 adults and seven kids under the age of four. So it was great. The fried turkey went off without a hitch. Everyone had a great time. We were up till midnight and I was so hungover on Sunday. I almost threw up like a hundred times. Oh my gosh. man! I haven't ever been hungover yet with a kid. This was my first hangover with a baby and it really freaking sucked. It makes you never want to drink ever Mm -hmm. again. Truthfully. Regardless of how I feel, she still woke up at 7 a.m. Yeah. Oh,
0: I know. It's the worse i think i've only done it once like yeah so how was your weekend good just chill again it was um just it's veterans day weekend so we just spent time together and um yeah it was just nothing nothing fancy really nice those are the best my boo (laughs) he'll be like such a loser yeah (laughs) no no all right well let's get in i know we're going late and let's go into our favorite segment of TGL. It's Yay and Nay with Wit and K. Okay.
2: Oh shit.
0: Do you want to go or should I go? You can go. Okay. I went first last week, I think. Oh, okay. Um okay. So my yay is that this weekend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um no this weekend um I was able to spend a lot of quality time with kale nothing again this isn't like fancy or anything but just being able to spend time with your spouse and have some like deep conversations like you know when you just like need that like
2: connection
0: mm-hmm. with your hubby Yes. yeah um, yeah. We just were able to really talk about like future plans and we're always thinking about the next step just because we are a military family. So we're like, where are we going to be in two years? What are we going to do in like six years? And like we just kind of had that like, hey, let's look at our future 10 years down the road,
1: which is like cool. huge. Yeah. yeah, That's so fun. I love those kind of conversations.
0: Yeah. So that's it was awesome. good. And good. Anyways, that was my yay. Just simple. I love it. Yeah. What about you?
1: My yay was let's see, is I uh, I have some really cool things going with my Instagram right now. And I have some like partnerships in the pipeline and things coming up and I'm really excited about it. Cool.
0: Yeah. I know so- you have some really fun stuff happening.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And I've been trying to kind of hustle that my little side business for a while and um, working on some partnerships and I have a cool one going. So, yeah, that's my excited. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I
0: think Kristen's definitely has like major game when it comes to this. Again, maybe you need to do like a tutorial or like a podcast about <laughs> side hustle. Oh,
1: I wish. I let's, wish it was more successful than that. But let's talk yeah, about this really fun. quick.
0: Um, did you hear how Instagram's taking away the likes? yes how do you feel about it
1: i don't think it's going to do anything to help anyone's self-esteem i think it's stupid because i think it hurts people who are trying to have brands yeah i know it's like listens on a podcast like a like on an instagram is the value of a listen on a podcast yeah and if people don't listen to your pod be hurt if people don't like your photos your feelings are going to be hurt taking those away hurt the people that are trying to be successful in that industry Yeah. But aren't you curious how brands are now going, I guess, but how do they do it? So now we're going to be competing with people who, I don't know. I just, I think it's unfair for people like you too, like people who have grinded it out and work for community on Instagram and space. And now you're just going to, I don't know. I think it's, I think what they're trying to solve goes far deeper than likes on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I know. I do too. I think it. I think it's like a cultural thing, and finding like yourself outside of Instagram. Because I think for many of us, like you and me, we don't. We see it as obviously like we are creating a business or a brand or whatever. But these kids see it as like self worth. To where for me, like I honestly like yeah, but ba- I'm like oh weird that photo didn't do as well okay but like these kids are like oh my gosh I'm just so it just means so much more to them which is like I, yeah it is a totally other problem
1: and I honestly think some of it goes to like the photos so like you see a photo of all your friends hanging out you weren't invited that's where it comes like that's where the hurt comes that's where that come I don't know I think that is such a bigger topic like we need we should dive into that at some point but no I think I think it is not going to accomplish the goal with that. I want to
0: hear. I want to hear from you guys. I actually put it on my – and honestly, it was the most people I've ever had respond on an Instagram poll
1: was to this.
0: And it – like I believe it was 80% of people were in favor of it.
1: I'm going to do it tonight when I get off with you.
0: Yeah, do it and see what – and see – so I know I'm curious too. Like I have no idea. I think Instagram then has – you know what it is? I'm sorry, guys. We're getting into an Instagram thing. But I think Instagram then has to like take the reins off of everything else. Then stop curating like our our images and like, you know, it, then just like literally take the reins off and just – how about yeah, – yeah, it's just like – yeah. Whoever posts the first, like your photo, you just post it. Cool, it goes right here on the feed.
1: Like, I mean, yeah. Remember when you used to get to the bottom and it was said you're caught up? Oh yeah, yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah. Anyways, so tangent,
0: tangent. <laughs> Nays. Well, let's go into Nays. time. Um. Okay. So my name is today I went to the gym and I'm in military housing, but we have a really nice gym. But I walked in and it's supposed to be locked, like the whatever, the clubhouse is supposed to be locked. And then you're supposed to have a key to get into the gym. Today there were six boys in there, like under the age of 13, 12, 13. You're not supposed to be in there with an adult unless you're like 14 and older, which I think is stupid. It should be older. They were just all oh my gosh. Like, putting 200 pounds, I couldn't even hear myself. I, like, you want to talk about a bitch stare of my life on? I was, like, I mean, I I can be scary, right? Like, I can look scary. And I know within five (laughs) minutes, they all left because I was just, like, fuming. Like, you better. I mean, I was, like, pissed. So that, That that's fine. I mean, ugh, it was just so, ugh, annoying. Yeah, like, let me work out in peace. I just left my kid napping, and now I have to deal with you? Like, that's not what I want. Right.
1: Ugh, Get yeah. the hell out of here. Okay. My A is turkey carcasses. I mean, it didn't help that I was drunk, probably still a little drunk, <laughs> when I was cleaning up. But I had to clean up a fried turkey carcass and a regular turkey carcass. It was free- so gross. Uh, even the word carcass yeah makes me want to be a vegan I'm like if I actually thought about what I'm doing when I eat meat I would be a vegetarian and I just can't because it kills me yeah yeah I guess I could be vegetarian but anyways yeah yeah. oh that's a good especially (laughs) enjoy that guys as we go into Thanksgiving in two weeks (laughs) right enjoy your turkey carcass (laughs) <laughs> I can't even say it when I'm trying to, you know, like sometimes people will be like, just say it so I can hear it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know, it just like,
0: comes I out. It. Like it has to be. It happened when you went to Pepperdine. It happened. Like someone at Pepperdine made you like have these fancy hours. I don't know
1: who. Okay. So let's dive into today's guest. She is a badass guy. She speaks five languages. She's an actress. She's a refugee. She is on this is us and i watched the episode where she like debuts yeah yeah i know i know she's besides all that like honestly
0: when when we after we interviewed her she is like such a calming spirit honestly when after we got off with her we're just like wow she's like such a good human and she's gone through so much she was recently on bbc um what like their cultural issue yeah. yeah and just talking about her time and being a refugee coming to america and the really cool part she ended up in phoenix which is where kristen and i are from fell in love with her and she's all about girl girl power and like we just hope you love her as much as we do because she's just so
1: inspiring yep stay tuned We are so excited for our guest today. We have Bahara Golistani, and she is an actress. She's amazing. She's gorgeous. She speaks five languages, guys. She is such a boss, and we're so excited to get her on today to talk about everything from where she grew up to her spot on This Is Us, guys. Welcome, Bahara. We are so excited to have you on TGL today.
2: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's, It's a pleasure being here.
1: Yay.
0: So you
2: go ahead, sorry. I know we always
0: seem to cut each other off. It's like our thing. (laughs) We just get too excited. (laughs) Um, You have such an interesting story. So tell us a little bit of um, where you grew up and then how you came to the States. We're so
2: curious. Thank you so much. Um, So I was born in Afghanistan in Kabul in 1989 when the Soviets were defeated and the Taliban came into power. So pretty crazy year to be born. I was uh, four years old when we had to flee Afghanistan and go to Moscow, basically just leaving all of our belongings, our family members behind and running to save our lives. Lived in Russia until I was 10 years old. And when I was 10, my mother had a stroke. She was very, very sick. Uh, She's such a inspiration um, that she's still alive. And she was uh, very sick, so we were very, very fortunate to be able to be sponsored by the UN and come to the United States, so my mother can get her surgery, and our lives started here at that at that time when I was ten years old. Yeah. Wow. And we did a lot
1: of research on you. So, but you moved <laughs> to Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. So Whitney, so, and I yes. grew up
2: in Phoenix. Oh, my goodness. You guys are from Phoenix? That's yeah. Really okay. <laughs> Total Arizona girl as well. Yeah. yeah, I moved to Phoenix when I was 10 years old. It was very, very interesting. I remember everything so vividly uh, because I had, a, obviously, an idea of what America is like growing up, watching 90210, watching uh, Dallas, Merrill's plays, And when I landed in Phoenix, um, it wasn't exactly like what I had seen on yeah. TV. You're like, yeah. what is this? But, I remember the first thing that I was fascinated with was the palm trees. I've never seen one before. Wow. And just the the weather because I lived somewhere where it was really cold. Yeah. And being able to, we had a swimming pool. And the first couple of days I was so sunburned because I decided that I'm going to spend the whole entire day there. My eyes were sunburned. Like My eyes were like bloodshot red. <laughs> didn't wear any sunscreen. I was peeling for weeks. So that was my your intro to, your intro to oh, Phoenix
0: gosh. yeah that's so crazy
2: <laughs> I didn't I, know yeah
0: where did you go to high school
2: I went to Barry Goldwater oh, oh okay. my gosh yes cool I grew up around that area like Arrowhead area yeah at that point North Phoenix went to Barry Goldwater went to Greenway Middle School okay wow and then went to Barry Goldwater yeah very interesting my brother went to North Canyon okay, yeah, oh yes.
1: my gosh yeah yeah so crazy. to get back or is your family still there
2: yeah I have family there. I visit all the time. I love Arizona. I mean, it's a big part of my story,
0: yeah, I can't imagine it's such i mean i I just like hearing you see say, you know seeing a palm tree for the first time like it's such yeah. people don't growing up here we just take uh for granted so just the littlest things, you know, yeah, so that's so powerful and I'm so glad you moved so, to Phoenix. I'm so glad you came. <laughs> I know. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I was so, very, very, very fortunate, very grateful for the opportunity to be able to be healthy, for my mother to be still around. It's such a blessing. Mm-hmm. And I I will, the UN always has a special place in my heart because of what they've done for me and my family. Mm-hmm. And I have big, big goals to work hopefully with them one day i have a lot of things that i want to do a lot of people that i want to help and hopefully make an impact on other people's lives who are in similar situation as me or even just anything remotely close to that because it's really a soft spot for me
1: absolutely of course to be expected so let's chat about you're an actress yeah so how was it breaking into that industry I mean, let's, let's be honest. You're gorgeous. You speak five languages. You're a female. You're Middle Eastern. Like, ha, like, you have some huge things happening. Like, how was this for you? Like, jumping into this industry, has it been hard?
2: What's the transition been like? Well, I will definitely say that it's anything in life. I believe if it's really worth it, it's, it's not easy. It's definitely hard. I've always been very, very passionate about the storytelling aspect of acting, Ever since a young age. So definitely hard, of course. moving. I moved to L.A. by myself and went to drama school. Didn't have any family or friends here. That's hard. Sacrificing a lot. Going to school. And then I went through the same process as every other actor who moves to L.A., which is the, um, the auditions. Mm-hmm. The consistent going in and reading for hundreds of different roles and not booking. Absolutely. But since a very young age, I've had this work ethic installed in me, Um, not voluntarily, I would say, just something that I've always had to do was to work harder than other people. Mm I moved to Russia when I was four years old, didn't speak any any Russian, had to learn that, and was the new kid, the, the kid that looked different, always wanted to fit in. So for me, working hard was something that I was just like, I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. So it was installed in me since a young age. Um, when I moved to LA, that was just like another thing that I wanted to conquer, which was to follow my dreams. Absolutely. It was difficult going through the process, but I think the fact that I have this momentum of working hard and going after the things that I want really, really helped me. Yeah. And having supportive, I have really supportive friends and family members who, really believed in me that definitely helped
0: for sure yeah you I mean again she you are on a big time I think probably the most popular show on TV this season this is us and so what like what were the steps to to get into that role because like you said you are going to like a lot of auditions and it's just such a process so what would you know when did you kind of nail that role down
2: I always believe your understanding leads to doing. And what I do is I start with the script, reading it, I don't know, 20, 30 times on my couch. And from there on I start to think about the character and what I do is I just do character work. And it takes time. I try to focus on her story and giving her a voice. I truly believe that these human beings that we are so, I'm so grateful to be able to portray are real people. Yeah. And she is a real person. Dr. Osman is a real person and I have to give her a voice and I have to give her voice, not just as a character, but as this person who may not ever be heard. Yeah. So I try my hardest to start with the character work Mm. and then the, the story, the theme of the story. Um, what are we trying to communicate here? Because the story is bigger than the character. It's just, it impacts everybody that watches the show, Mm -hmm. which, you know, we are a pretty amazing show and a lot of people are, you know, I think This Is Us really has changed the way people view TV Mm -hmm. because we touch on so many subjects that are so important.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. It's so amazingly written. And I think if I had to like look at the theme of this is us, it's so well-written. And I think all of the actors on that show do what you do. You can tell that they fully believe in their character and that they believe in the story that their character is telling. And every character is such a cool story. And I just love what you've done with your character. And I think like, I just, it's such a cool show. How for you was it coming into a show that is already so huge, already very established. How was it for you coming into this cast?
2: I've been a fan of the show since day one. And I know, <laughs> you know people say that all the time maybe, but I really have. Mm-hmm. I've loved this family and cried with them through various episodes. For me personally, as an actor, you always dream, especially as an actor who started in theater, that's where my heart is. I started on stage. You dream of these characters that you one day would love to portray. And so for me personally, this character was that character. It was such an amazing feeling to be able to play her, but to be able to be a part of such an amazing, just cast, crew, writing, storytelling, was just a dream come true. And honestly, being on set and working with everybody so close and understanding the process, I realized why the the show is so amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the casting process, you know, the, these actors are just the best of the best. Definitely. The writer, the writing, the every single person involved is just really, really, They we really care about telling these stories and bringing life to these characters.
0: Yeah. I think there's so many different pieces to the puzzle. People don't realize, like, behind the the scenes. And you guys work long hours. Like, it's a lot of work. I honestly could not do it. Um how Really maybe you could do it. Well, again, I'm a I always say like I'm a nurse. I can work a 12-hour <laughs> shift, but like it's just different. Like it's just a long day for you. So you are into fitness and you're into self like just keeping yourself healthy. So what does your day kind of look like? Your routine of
2: self-care when you're shooting? Thank you. So I always believe that your morning should be dedicated to you loving you. So, I try to start my morning. I love that. Love that. With a workout. I 100% believe that you have to take care of you before anything else because if you're not well, you can't take care of anyone else. You can't take care of your dog. You can't take care of your child. And I believe that, like, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I like to do is to eat a healthy breakfast and go to the gym. That's my routine. And if I get that part, I start like that, I usually have a great day. Of course, there's obstacles. But I feel like you can overcome them a little bit better when you start with a clear mind Mm -hmm. with your health first. And that could be anything, you know, everyone's different. For me personally, I love to go to the gym and get some cardio in, lift some weights and listen to some music, maybe a podcast or read a book. And then I can start my day. And for some other people, it's meditating or stretching or yoga. So whatever works for you. But that's what really works for me.
0: Oh, I'm so with you. Like self-care yeah. and routines are, I feel like if I didn't have that, I just, I mm-hmm. almost can't like be happy. It just, it's just another part of, you know, I don't know,
2: fulfilling. Well, it's like scientifically proven that if you yeah. work out, you know, every day you're like a happier person. You feel more organized, especially if you start with that in the morning. I think that's, for me, that's the best time I'm a morning person.
0: Same. Yeah, you too. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs>
1: coffee I need my coffee <laughs> <laughs> same I'm with you I love to be done by nine and have my workout done and then I can just start my day and be and know that I'm done like mm-hmm. if I know that I have a workout at six o'clock at night it's like looming ahead of me all day so I'm with you Mara. I like having Any it room. so I want to talk about your new Netflix project mm-hmm. so Michael Bay has this project that is humongous so Six Underground. Yeah. Basically, I was watching the the one trailer that they've released, unless there's been more, but they all think everyone is dead. And it's like Ryan Reynolds and they're try explain Hold the what phone. it is.
0: Ryan Reynolds. Wait, yeah, what? I forgot about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let so, me just take a
0: moment of silence.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Explain okay. a little bit about Six Underground, working with Michael Bay. What's it like to work with him? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> And yeah, this amazing cast.
2: Well, first of all, i I was chosen specifically, and I, I believe in your life, everything is a puzzle sometimes it comes together. I believe in that. So I was specifically chosen to work on Six Underground because I spoke five different languages, and I was able to work not just for voiceover work, but as well as even translation and stuff like that behind the scenes. I was honored. And this was a very, very special project because I've, I have a large background in voiceover acting. This specific project was just the, the, the theme of the team of people, the, the everything that came together was nothing like I've ever worked on before. So it was just such an honor. And I'm just so excited. I've been a fan of Michael Bay for God knows how many years. I mean, I think yeah. Transformers came out when I was like, what, like 19, 18, the Transformers. Yeah, piece. It was like a yeah. huge deal. Do you remember? Huge yes, deal. Yes, I loved it. And then Pain and Gain, that's one of my favorite movies. I love The Rock. I thought it was yes. such a cool story. based on true story. And, you know, they made it so amazing. So I've been a fan since a very young age. Very, very honored to be attached to this project. Was, the most amazing thing was for me to be able to speak these different languages and work on a project of this massive scale. So I, mm-hmm. It's very exciting.
1: It is so exciting. I feel like everything yeah. Michael Bay touches is gold. It's just yeah. – His stuff is amazing. I feel like there's a theme with
0: um, – You just – You seem like such a calm person. But there, there's just like this theme of everything happens for a purpose in your life. It's just like all those hardships and, and having to – Like you've talked about at the beginning, like push yourself, work harder than everyone. Now it is paying off. And that's like – Everyone should take away from that, like, though it may seem awful now where I'm going through this, like, at the end of the day, you might use that later down the road and get um, in a show with Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) But really, like, you need to take those and and be able to just flip it, you Mm -hmm.
2: know? Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning that, to be honest with you. I wish I could tell you that I have it all figured out. I'm still – there's still things that happen in my normal day life. And I'm just like, why, mm-hmm. what is this? Is this life? Like, what is this teaching me? And I sit there and I think, well, I think I've been through a lot worse, but why does this bother me so much? And I right. think I a hundred percent agree with that. I think that life throws you these things at you. And it's all about, I always believe that it's not, it's about how you react to it and what you choose to do with it.
0: Right. Yeah. What's the t- phrase like react, not being, or, um, oh gosh, not being reactive, but being, oh no, I'm not going to get it. i like no, at the t-
1: pro- pro- proactive is <laughs> I that <don't> know. <laughs> doing something about it. I don't know. But is, like 99% of what happens to you is your reaction to it. Yeah. You know, like, I feel
0: like we're very reactive. Um, we're very, as a, nation we're just reactive always, you know, instead of being able to sit back. You seem again, your demeanor just seems like you definitely think through things, like kind of a Yoda.
2: <laughs> I I try. I really, really try. I try to take my mother's advice. I try to always think about my mom. I know that sounds crazy, but I really do think about my mom and a lot, especially when I'm going through something very difficult. Just because I've never met someone or have encountered any person as strong as her. And I honestly sometimes think of her, and I'm like, how did you do that? Mm-hmm. How did you handle that? How were you able to wake up in the morning? And mm-hmm. she gives me strength. She honestly gives me strength because she's just an angel to me, and I love her, and she's amazing.
1: You're going to make me cry because
0: that's I, how I feel about my mom. Like, I like oh, my mom I hope awesome. listens
1: to this podcast and just knows how much you love her and yeah. think of her. <sighs> definitely. All right. So on our podcast, we
0: do a segment. It's our favorite thing. It's called Yay and Nay with Wit and K. Mm-hmm. And every episode we love to just share something that we are loving right now and that we are I guess quote unquote hating or just like no, it sucks. So what would be your nay and your nay or yay and nay? Yay and nay. <laughs>
2: My yay will definitely be the fact that a lot of these really big brands are going like cruelty-free vegan. For example, Tarte is completely cruelty-free. I yes. love their products. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Tarte, like 80% of my makeup kit. I love that they're doing that. That makes me really, really happy. So I wanna see more of that. I wanna see more of those products and that are cruelty-free, vegan, that are good for your skin, that we're not, you know, we know what we're putting in our bodies and our skin. That's definitely yay. He's coming. Yes. Are you vegan? Keep it coming. I'm not. I'm veganish. So I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I used to be a bodybuilder, by the way. Yeah. And I, you know, have we eat a lot of protein and we train a certain way. That's kind of gets installed in your mind and it lingers mm-hmm. and you just kind of get confused. Of, what am I supposed to eat now? So I believe going personally, I believe the food that you eat, you should know where it's coming from, how it's prepared what's mm-hmm. in it, whether it's vegan or it's not, you should be aware of it. So yeah. I believe awareness is very, very important for us, especially with what's going on these days. When I mean, you go to the grocery store and you have 10 choices of I anything. Know. So I think just yeah. being more aware for sure. Good tip. All right. What is your name? My name? Oh my god, I have so many nays. Okay, so one of my absolute nays, because I know this is like a girl, girl chat. It's like, please don't go to sleep with your makeup on. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> please don't go to sleep with your makeup on. And my other nay is to be a girl's girl. You know, I love that. I think that this is such. A, you know, I'm sorry. This is a nay. So don't be
1: a don't a be girl, a not, a, girl. not <laughs> a girl's
2: girl. <laughs> yeah, I just really hate when we um, take other women's shine and, and, and mm-hmm. all of that. I think that it's so important to support each other. I think this is such an amazing time. Women are doing such amazing things. And yes. I think that's very important to be more aware of that. Yeah. And not be on the other side of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's I love the this, quote that's like, yeah. you can fix someone else's crown without telling the world you fixed it. I love flowers bloom at different times. It doesn't mean you're not blooming like, and that should just be what we're like. And that's what Whitney and our goal is with TGL is promoting girls and just like inspiring women because we can all be doing great things and it doesn't lessen our great things because you're doing great things. And I think sometimes that's how people see it. Like, okay, well you can't be doing well and this is us and we're doing well at the same time. Like, there is room for girls to be doing amazing things together. and I think that's a big thing of TGLs. We want to highlight that and shine yeah. that on girls.
2: Absolutely. And it because you guys seem like you're just these really strong, amazing women, I wanted to communicate that. I think this was like an appropriate time for me. I didn't know how to say it exactly in a correct way. that's my my name, but my name is is that that negative energy because this is such an amazing time for women to come together and support one another. And I'm all about that. Yes. Mm, We love love it.
1: it. (laughs) Love it. This is my favorite part of TGL. We are best friends. We've been best friends since we were 13, just to give you a little backstory on us. Um, We ask every guest we have on TGL, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received from your best friend?
2: So my best friend and I have also been friends since we were 14. We're both from Arizona. (laughs) Those Arizona best friends are the best. We are the best. (laughs) Yes. Not to tell too much. Off, but her name is Stephanie and I love her with all my heart. She's given me so many amazing advices over the years. If I can think about a couple, the top of my head was she's always been a person who really, really believed in me and she knows me so well. So she's always told me to just trust your intuition. Like your intuition is so on point. Trust your gut, trust your intuition and everything will work out. And also she really encouraged me to kind of follow my dreams and make my dreams come true and not be in a rush because I feel like society and everyone around us kind of, you know, you as a woman, you feel like, well, I should be married now and I should have children. And I should have a house with a white picket fans. And I love that about her. She's such a boss chick. And she always told me, you have plenty of time to do those things. And if that's what you really want, you will. But make, you happy follow your dreams because you don't want to wake up one day and regret that and unfortunately we you know knew a couple of people who you know did regret certain things and I feel like her advice to me was so important because it kind of sticked
1: Mm -hmm. totally I love that I love the not being in a rush
0: Yeah. yeah I feel like we're all in a rush and it's it's nuts because I mean I I guess slow progress is good progress, right? I mean, every yeah. taking our time and just little by little, like it doesn't have to be this huge, quick thing. Like sometimes we don't eat it all right now. Yeah.
2: There is this quote that I always read on this on social media a lot, but it says like six months of hardcore focus equals to like five years of work. And I really believe that there's two t- ways to work. I mean, you could be working on something for many years and not getting anywhere with it, but maybe it's just not the right time. Maybe there's something that's being aligned for you, but also sometimes you can change something and you could work in a different way, maybe harder or maybe whatever works, maybe mm-hmm. just changing things up. Right. And yeah. those, during those six months, I mean, I've seen this in my personal experience that you were like, wow, I've it's almost like working out and doing the same thing every single day. Being Like, I'm not seeing results. What is going on? I've been doing this for a year. And then all of a sudden you went to this crazy boot camp or CrossFit class and you have a six pack now. <laughs> never know. Or the people who say Pilates changed my life.
0: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Ah.
2: <laughs> mm. oh. Well,
0: it. yes. Um, so many good nuggets. Um, yeah. so where where can everyone find you and stalk you? Share your <laughs> social media so people can check you out.
2: Definitely. My Instagram is, is Bahara Golistani official. I'm very active on there. I love to share. And awesome. also I have an IMDB page. Nice. You wanna play a visit. Kat.
1: And we will obviously link everything guys on our website so you can find her and stalk her like we did and we <laughs> will have it on Instagram. So Bahara, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure to have you.
2: Thank you gave you us so, much. so
1: many good nuggets
2: today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I love this and <laughs> this, is, this was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you.